What you are about to hear are accounts of real pro wrestling events. Some names, mostly ours, have been changed to protect the innocent. Welcome to Snap Judgments. Welcome, welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen. It is your witness, Justin JLB, and today we are going to be recapping Monday Night Raw, or just Raw, the March 23rd edition. Before I do get to that, I just would like to let you know that Raw and Order WBU is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. Go to tatnusco.com to find links to all the Tatnus Co. Network's shows such as Tatnus Co. Podcast Uncensored, In the Dice Box, Chick and Hen with SNNW, Basement Bullshit, and Carpool Shenanigans. Uh, of course, we are also there, Raw and Order WBU, so please check them out now without further ado let's get on to the raw recap and ladies and gentlemen guess where it's taking place it is not in new hampshire it is not in montreal it is not in toronto but of course again it is at the performance center um where wrestlemania will be held and probably the majority of raw and smackdowns of the next upcoming weeks but let's get to the show shall we so Paul Heyman starts off the show, basically states that Brock Lesnar is an ultimate beast and he's dominated everyone he's come across, whether that would be Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, even The Undertaker, and he just can't be beat. So this is a video clip and then um, Drew McIntyre also has his own video clip and says, yes, that may be true. However, Brock Lesnar has never ran into Drew McIntyre, and that's ultimately going to be the reason why Brock Lesnar loses, and he will defeat him with the Claymore kick. One, two, three. To actually start off the show, uh, you see Paul Heyman in the ring. He does a great promo here he mentions that we are living in uncertain times but he can assure you one thing that is certain is that Brock Lesnar will be Drew McIntyre at Wrestlemania he also does then does go on to say that Brock Lesnar will be the champion then now and forever basically playing off the WWE's tagline of the wrestling entertainment business great promo as usual Paul Heyman does what he does and he does it perfectly he also does mention as well that Drew McIntyre is just going to be one of the other numbers that have tried and that have lost. So once again, great promo. It's awesome. It then does go show to show you the clip of the match at Royal Rumbles, uh, Royal Rumble 2015 between Brock Lesnar, John Cena, and Seth Rollins, which I totally forgot about this match. But honestly, it's probably one of Brock Lesnar's most decent matches that I've seen in quite some time. Again, this is 2015, so five years ago. Next up, we got AJ Styles coming out, and AJ Styles uh, does a phenomenal promo, pun intended, of uh, against The Undertaker. He basically says that, um, you know, WrestleMania is going to be two days, and their tagline for it is that one day is not big enough. AJ Styles then does go uh, to basically talk about The Undertaker. He wants The Undertaker from the yesteryear, and he doesn't want the old washed-up Undertaker. Says that The Undertaker hasn't been him uh, since he basically lost to Brock Lesnar and lost the streak at WrestleMania. He does go on to say that he doesn't care which day it's going to be because 
Uh, it really would depend on The Undertaker, essentially, if his wife lets him out. Um, and then he does go to mention the match that he wants to do, and I'm still perplexed by this match, but it is going to be a Boneyard match. Um, I would imagine it, it's a Buried Alive match. I don't know what the difference would be. He does go on to then relate it to that he is going to bury The Undertaker um, at his plot, and the only problem is he cannot take his soul because his wife Michelle McCool has already taken it now I don't know about you this is a great promo but at the same time I'm just loving all these promos that are happening at the performance center I feel that they are so impactful and they're so good Edge's promo last week was off the chain was amazing it 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 connected with me. I felt the emotion. So AJ Styles is just phenomenal at his promos anyways. But uh, yeah, AJ definitely had a lot more burns for Michelle McCool this week. And uh, just a great promo. So whether we'll see what the Boneyard match really is. But um, I imagine it's a Buried Alive match. Um, and I guess, well, the commentators didn't even know what it was either. Uh, they just kind of alluded out. Oh, we'll find out at WrestleMania. So we'll see what happens. On to other things, they also did announce another WrestleMania matchup as it will be the Street Profits, who are the Monday Night Raw Tag Team Champions, going against Angel Garza and Andrade. We then find out both tag teams are going to face in separate tag team matches tonight on Raw. And first up is going to be Andrade and Garza, who will take on the team of Cedric Alexander and Ricochet. And my oh my, this is the kind of matchups that I want. This was definitely the match of the night. This could have been the match of the night for many, many Raws that they have done. This was an amazing matchup, even AEW caliber. If you will, Street Profits were in commentating. Uh, they were fun. They were good with it. One little uh, thing that I would like to uh, note is that Andrade actually used the Judas effect. He used a spinning elbow to beat Cedric Alexander, which I don't know if it was a knock at AEW when Chris Jericho or if that was simply just his new move that they're trying to promote. Who knows? We shall see. So Andrade and Garza pick up the win against Cedric and Ricochet. After that, the Street Profits go towards the ring and they have a little scuffle. And then essentially Garza and uh, Andrade leave. Street Profits are up next in their match as the Street Profits uh, face Shane Thorne and Brendan Vink, um, who, are NXT, who are part of the NXT brand. Basically, this is a non-title match, though. And uh, after Montez Ford hit Thorne with the cash out, the Profits mostly ran through Thorne and Vink, who were in an old school enhancement talent role um, for the match. It was, yeah, it definitely wasn't, uh, you know, Garza, uh, Garza Andrade versus Cedric and Ricochet. This match was subpar. I, I give the Andrade match like an A and this is like a C. So that happened there. Um... Yeah, so I guess we had to cool down from the... I really enjoyed the, Andra, the Andrade and uh, Garza match. Um, amazing. So next up, we got Shayna Baszler, uh, who's in the ring. She's being interviewed 
for basically her match with Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Baszler said she wants to take the Raw Women's title from Becky Lynch at WrestleMania because she loves to destroy. And taking the title would destroy Becky Lynch. At that point, Lynch slid into the ring and blasted Baszler in the back with a chair shot. She hit her once again and before smiling and walking to the back. It was done good. It was great. Shayna Baszler still looks like this monster who just wants to destroy everything. It was set. Um, the interviewer, is it Chuck? I believe it's Chuck. The interviewer, I always mess up her name. The interviewer looked scared and, they, and, Sh and Shayna Baszler played off that. It was really, really well done. After that, we have a jobber match. Um and because it was just nothing alistair black went up against leon ruff no idea um but one thing to point out for this match um is that alistair black will actually be facing bobby lashley also at wrestlemania so two matches were announced for wrestlemania tonight on raw so basically with this match uh alistair black just sits on the ring Leon Ruff is uh, waiting for him. He's like, what's kind of going on? He tries to kick Aleister Black. Aleister Black moves away, counters, and then hits him with his finisher, of course, the Black Mass. So that was done. That was finito. After that, we have Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins cut a dueling promo. Owen said he heard Rollins was in the building and wanted an answer to his WrestleMania challenge made last week on Raw. Rollins came to the ring and said a match at the Performance Center was not a home field advantage for Owens. Rollins said that the building was built on the sacrifice and success because he came up through FCW, not the Performance Center. Rollins, after taking credit for NXT and the women's evolution, pointed out his WrestleMania resume strengths against Owens lack the same level of success. Uh, under pressure, I become God, Roland said effectively accepting Owen's challenge. And another just amazing promo. He basically said, you know, what Roland's, he, not only did he say that, but he also did mention WrestleMania. He couldn't even beat him at his worst. And at WrestleMania, he's at his best. So he doesn't have a chance. It was just spot on. Absolutely great promo. Loving these promos once again. Great promo. I give this promo an A. I felt it. It was amazing. After that, we see Charlotte Flair. Um, well, video first. Before we see Charlotte Flair's interview backstage, we see a recap or the entire match, rather, of Charlotte Flair versus Asuka. And this is where Charlotte Flair broke Asuka's winning streak and to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. After the match, which, by the way, you should also watch. It was a really, really good match. Charlotte Flair was interviewed backstage after her 2018 WrestleMania a match. She invited WrestleMania 36 opponent Rhea Ripley to rewatch more of her matches to learn her thing or two before the two clash for Ripley's NXT Women's Championship. One thing that she amazingly noted, she noted that in WrestleMania 32, she was the one to finish off the Women's Diva Championship and us become the Women's Championship. She was uh, also the first woman to, one of the first women to headline WrestleMania. And at WrestleMania 36, she is going to be the first woman to take the NXT Championship uh, at WrestleMania. So she has a lot of accolades under her belt. She definitely has done it all. 
The only thing I wish she would have said is when she had won the women's championship, she should have done like a, I won the women's championship. But maybe that would have sounded too cheesy and I'm just a cheese ball and that's why I would have liked it. But either way, another great promo from one of the greatest of all time. Woo. In terms of being chronological here, I do want to also note that they did show R-Truth winning back the 24-7 championship uh, against uh, Moss Riddick. He had, they had showed the clip that R-Truth uh, and WWE posted on Twitter of basically Riddick Moss going for a jog and then a referee kind of steps out of a car and he's like, what's going on? R-Truth then rolls him up, pins him one, two, three to be your 24-7 champion. And uh, this would make him the 35th champion of the world of the 24-7, 36, 365-day European champion, uh, as R-Truth likes to say. And uh, the commentators mentioned they think he's been champion 35 times. I don't think it's that much. Uh, a little over-exaggerated, but, you know, it's getting up there. So it's definitely something like that. And to end the night, we have... Randy Orton coming out to talk about his matchup with Edge and cutting off a really amazing promo here as well. Orton said that he has done some things and said th some things that have been misunderstood in recent weeks with his attack on Edge and that following his attack on Beth Phoenix, Orton would like to apologize. He said three weeks ago he lied when he said Edge was a junkie for the roar of the crowd Adam Copeland is a junkie for his for Edge, so he is um, a junkie for his own ego. Orton said he has more grit than anyone on the company and pointed out that Edge would have done everything Orton would have done in his career, including joining the Evolution. Orton again said everything that he has done to Edge was done out of love for Edge and his family. You want Randy Orton in a last man standing match at WrestleMania? Edge, you may be writing the story. But at WrestleMania, I'm going to write the last chapter and end it. I accept. And then Raw goes off the air. Absolutely amazing. Great promo. I just love all of the promo work on this Raw. And to be honest with you, it was a really great Raw. It was not a lot of matches, so that we're missing. But the tag team match with uh, Andrade and Garza versus Cedric and Ricochet, absolutely amazing. The other matches on the card were just meh. But honestly, that match itself was absolutely spot on. And they should definitely have more matches like that going forward. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And all the promos were just top notch from top to bottom, from Shayna to Paul and Brock to, of course, Randy Orton to Charlotte to the two matches announced. Honestly, the two matches announced were, you know, meh, Aleister Black uh, versus Bobby Lashley. Like, I'm kind of curious. I feel like that might be a kickoff match if there will be a kickoff show. Uh, you know, the tag team, the, the tag match uh, seems kind of uh, okay. I'm kind of down for that. Down to see Street Profits versus Andrade and Garza. That would be great. I, I think that match would probably maybe be one of the matches of the night for even WrestleMania if they go full out like Andrade Garza and Andrade did with Cedric and uh, Ricochet. 
their camera work was actually well done to not really focus anything on the where the crowd is they made it a little bit more dark too so you didn't kind of notice and it honestly helped it helped you know it takes a little getting used to you got to keep in mind when they did raw uh well when they did smackdown when they did right yeah when they did smackdown you know there were just kind of it just came like really early um in that regard towards the COVID-19 stuff. So they didn't really have enough time to really balance it and place everything they wanted, but they did a great job uh, for this Raw for that. In terms of snap judgments, the rating I'm going to give this Raw, honestly, I really enjoyed it. I loved all the promos as you heard me blabber about past uh, 15 minutes here. I'm going to give this uh, a four out of five. A four out of five raw, I thought promo wise was spot on. The camera work was a little bit better. This is probably one of the better raws that they've had. So um, I'm very curious to see what they did in the ratings. I imagine it will be up. So one thing I want to do every time I recap raw, uh, what I want to do is I want to give you the uh, ratings of what happened last Monday night. So for the March 16th edition, uh, the Stone Cold edition of Monday Night Raw, uh, it drew an average of 2,335,000 viewers in the USA network, which is up from last week of 2,163,000. Raw was number one, two, and three on cable for the day with a 0.76 average rating in the 18 to 49 demographic, demographic which is up from last week's 0.69. So kudos to that. This time last year, March 18th, 2019 edition Raw drew 2,695,000 viewers. The March 19th, 2018 edition drew 3,327,000 viewers. Uh, you know, that's it just goes to show you though, from 2018, they had 3 million viewers. And then a year later, uh, they only had 2 million. So uh curious to see what definitely happened uh there well the product just went down that's what happened vince kind of lost touch but uh yeah so there you have it uh a pretty strong raw last week last week for the ratings and i'm curious to see what this week is going to bring as well i imagine it would be up there and that is it. That is all. Um, guys, you can follow me at at, just, uh, at JLB420 is my personal on Twitter or at Real Talk Radio 8. And of course, you can listen to us at anchor.fm slash raw and order WBU. You can find all our socials there as well. Of course, you can also go to our Wix page and we are going to be doing a lot more on the website as well uh vices uh dark side of the ring is back and the chris benoit story part one has already released and it was uh it was good it was really good it showed you the connection between eddie guerrero and chris benoit and we will have a, rev a review for that as on our website as well as perhaps a podcast episode uh on that as well part two should be happening soon i believe it's going to be next week 
and uh, I'm blabbering. So that is it. That is all. This is just supposed to be for your raw recap. So this is your raw recap for March 23rd, 2020. Once again, go to tatnisco.com to listen to us there, as well as any of the other podcasts they have that are all pretty freaking awesome. Thank you for listening. This is your witness, Justin JLB. Ciao for now.